0: Welcome, everyone, to the Florida Keys Weekly Show. We have a special, incredibly special show for you today. This is Britt Myers. I'm being joined by the one, the only, Shanice DeSantos. Shanice is usually behind the switchboard. She's going to join me for this incredible edition. I'm going to tell you right now, we have the Black Pumas, the Black Pumas, four-time Grammy Award nominee Black Pumas, coming on the show today. Um, real quick, if you're listening out there in Radio Land, 1600 AM or FM 103.3 Saturday and Sundays at 7 a.m. or 93.7 NRG 5 a.m. on Sundays. I thank you for listening. If you're checking us out on our podcast at keysweekly.com, thank you for that as well. But this is going to be a fun, fun show. The Black Pumas, they're coming here to Key West December 4th at the Coast is Clear concert brought to you by Coast Projects and our friends over at the Key West Art and Historical Society. It is going to be an amazing show. Before they get here on that uh, incredible afternoon, we have called up with the Black Pumas. They're getting ready to call in. I brought Shanice on the show today. She's, she's always here, but she's on the microphone, the switchboards, trying to make us sound okay. Uh, good luck with that. But, <laughs> <laughs> Shanice, I've got you on today to do a little intro before they call in here in about one minute for the Black Pumas. I know you're a big fan of them. You like their music. What? Uh, what are you looking forward to as, as I chat with these guys, uh, Eric and Adrian? They're both going to come on with us, I believe. So it's really cool to have both of them. They're on this European tour, which has included everything from Spain, Germany, I think Norway, Amsterdam, Ireland, Sweden, uh, a lot of cool places, France. I think they're in France right now. So to have them both come on, take the time to, to chat with us before they get here says a lot about them already. And it's going to be one of my favorite uh, podcasts or shows because I'm a huge fan. I love the Black Pumas. I love their original sound. I love the funk. I love the throwback. I love the. They're just a dynamic duo made of real chemistry with just a sincere, crazy music sound. Shanice, what do you what do you say to that?
1: I think it's wild. To think that a couple months ago we found out that they were performing in Key West and I was so excited. And then this week we find out that we get to interview them. That was even crazier. And the funny thing is they feel like they fit in Key West. They feel like the... I'm so excited to feel our... Our community fall in love with them even more seeing them live this is such a special town and it's, I'm even more excited that they've never been here because I'm excited to see them fall in love with it because I know they will and know they'll enjoy the crowd that we bring
0: you bring up a great point Shanice and I'm gonna ask them about that and you brought this up before they do really fit this place They come out of Austin, Texas, even though I know uh, Eric's not necessarily, he's from California and he met up with Adrian there, but they really formed that Austin music scene. And we hear so many comparisons to Key West now being a singer songwriter. Um, it's kind of a revolution, revival happening here. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, so, and I'll ask them about that. You know, is there a relation as they come here? Do they have advice for the men and women here making that happen right now? Because I think it is a great tie-in. And here these guys are. Um, I know I first heard them. My wife was making me watch Big Little Lies. It's a good show, but Big Little Lies. And the and the intro comes on. You're like, man, what is that song from the 70s? I never even heard it. It sounds so good. They pulled that one out. And you, you shazam it or something. And you're like, oh that's right now and they've got other amazing music from from their album like black moon rising and fire and great cover by tracy chapman that we'll ask them about because tracy chapman just doesn't let everyone do a cover and for her to do that for these guys in the band was a big statement so we'll ask them about that but yeah i think it's just a really cool time for them to come to key west uh especially off this european tour live right now joining us on the phone uh the black pumas adrian eric first i want to ask you real quick You guys are doing this incredible tour in Europe, and uh, to name a few places, Norway, Spain, Scotland, Ireland, Germany, what's, when you're doing this tour and you guys are catching up with us now, I wanna ask you a lot about the band today and what's going on, but just what's different about this one, you guys are blowing up bigger than ever. Uh, You're all over Europe, you're at sold out shows. Anything different about this tour coming out of COVID and and performing live, is it a different experience?
1: Yeah, very different. I mean, it's the first time we've, we've been here since the last tour we did was right before COVID and, and uh, every, you know, the world literally has changed since then. So we're just excited. You can feel the, the uh, excitement in the room everywhere we go where people are just excited to be out and hear music.
0: That's awesome. And now uh, this is sort of a... A cliche question, and I love to travel when you guys are performing in front of thousands and thousands of people, but any place really stand out, even the venue or just being there as a as a tourist, so to speak, uh, that, that maybe was mind-opening or a, a cool moment that stuck out on this European tour?
2: Uh, yeah, I think we both enjoyed being at um, the Roundhouse, and there's, there's multiple venues that uh, we've gotten to see uh, between England and Germany and now France. Uh, that has been absolutely amazing, but I, I think one of my favorites uh, personally was the Roundhouse for the fact that uh, it was just such a great big space. That during soundcheck, I got to kind of skateboard around while singing on the into the microphone and um, kind of hobnobbing with the guys before the show. Um, and that's one of the big things that I think generally that uh, has been appreciated about this tour is that uh, you know now that we. have gained some traction and it's not such a and or a grind as uh, it used to be when we first started um, the, 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 the tours have gotten to be a little bit more comfortable so to speak
0: that's really cool now you get this question a lot but uh, for people here in Key West gearing up to see you on the December 4th show um, four Grammy nominations you guys formed in 2017 obviously uh, you're so well known now and appreciated and loved you're so unique and original But to do it so quickly, for all this to happen so fast, and then to be where you're at, has it really sunk in yet? Do you ever have a moment to step back and say, man, this is all happening right now? Are you you still living in the moment? Uh, how, How does that feel to be, it's not an overnight success, you guys have been doing it, and your background is so extensive, but to be a success this big as a band in such a short amount of time is an amazing thing.
1: Yeah, you know, honestly, there's moments where I feel like we're lost in it and it's hard to appreciate it. And then every once in a while, I, I, you know, have breakthrough moments where we do get to sort of sit back and savor it and realize how uh, incredible the journey has been, you know. But there, there are definitely moments where I think I feel like we're in the moment and it's kind of hard to process it.
0: I imagine so. It's really cool. And now, as I mentioned, the Key West show you've got coming up, you're on this huge European tour. Uh, you're coming back to the States. I think we're your first stop as you get back here. Uh, I got to ask you, have you been to Key West before? I know you're both based in Austin, Texas now where you formed. Uh, but have you have you been here as a tourist before or traveled here before or happened to perform here before?
1: No, no, I haven't.
2: I haven't either. No, yeah. They were both looking forward to it, though. I haven't been to Florida generally uh at, at all of my stuff and i, I don't think either of us have uh, frequented any festivals there i
0: yeah, and the cool thing about it, so we're excited to have you. and I didn't call you to give you a background in Key West, but it is really becoming a music town. And, and Austin, Texas, comes up a lot when you talk about Key West. A lot of singer songwriters here. So you have the Athens movement, the Seattle movement. You guys are a big part of the Austin movement and where you formed at. Um, you know, and one of the things I love about Key West is we have guys like Nick Norman's a guy you'll hear about if you're here and have some time. And he said something that I felt like related with you guys. He says when he performs in Key West and he's really starting to make it now that it feels spiritual for him. And he has a church background. His roots are in some church stuff before he really started doing his own thing. He said one of the things he loves about Key West is it really you know, feels spiritual. Like you bring people to church when you perform here and you guys will be performing at a really unique venue at East Martello Fort. Um, do you guys still kind of, I know you have some roots in that. Do you still feel like there's a spiritual element to your music? And does that come out when you're on stage sort of a, uh, and I don't want to make it a religious thing, but you know, a church sort of a, a spiritual feel when you guys perform?
2: Yeah, most definitely. It, it's always a spiritual thing and, and not, not um, from the perspective that is, uh, you know, focused on the religious sense or the institution that is a specific religion, but just being alive, being a human being and being, a, being able to create such a sandbox that is, you know, performing on stage and in front of people who are um, connecting with what you have to say. Um, you know, there's, there's a, there's, there's some, uh, there's some spirituality in that. And I think that, um, just being able to be an artist and say the things that you, you need to say and to kind of have that introspective, um, process and creating music, uh, as part of, uh, reciprocating something of love back in, into the world based on what we're experiencing today is, uh, you know, what it's all about. And uh, I think that what it probably should be all about for um, anyone on stage performing.
0: That's awesome. Now for Key West folks, I know a lot of people know who you are and listen to you. There may be some that don't. Um, your music's been referred to as uh, psychedelic soul, retro funk, different sounds now I'm a huge fan I will admit that out loud right now I love your music but how do you guys describe it to someone if they haven't heard you perform before um I know like I feel like you know there's some Bobby Womack I mean there's so many cool you hear this all the time guys it's such a cool throwback and then and, and it's so unique uh in contemporary but how do you guys explain it to somebody that your, your sound and and how influential were you guys I know it's, it's well documented but how influential were your backgrounds with each other to make this unique sound
1: um yeah you know when we have to describe it to people to be honest we're not we're not great it. i know uh you know psychedelic soul came up early on and definitely apt in that you know there are moments where you know what someone would call psychedelic and and definitely we reference you know and have studied the soul great but i mean the most important thing to us is that it that it feels honest you know sincere and not uh not like a facsimile of of any particular era or sound or anything like that. And but obviously, you know, we, we studied, uh, music and continue to be students to this day. You know, we, we sit around at after shows and still turn each other on to music and forever on that path. So, you know, I, I don't know that we quite arrived at exactly what we would describe it as. And it's just a journey, you know, but yeah, soul, soul music is, is an apt, apt enough term? I think
0: absolutely are you, are you guys finding some time to write some different things on the road are you mainly just performing and like man i gotta get back and get some rest and see the sights or, or do you still find some time to write some different things as you tour
1: um on, on tour it we have uh picked around some ideas for sure but it's a little bit of a grind sometimes and you know uh to really really be super duper productive especially with the travel here and, and, uh, you know, the time change and adjust just to that. We early on in the tour, we kicked a kind of few ideas around and, and sometimes jam at sound checks and things. But I, honestly, the last week or so, the travel's been pretty intense, So you kind of, uh, you know, you kind of take uh, any free time to sort of either catch up on rest or, or just, you know, make sure that things are, uh, things are, uh, back in the States are, you know, checking in with friends and loved ones back in the States, so it's, it's uh, hard to be 100% productive, but we definitely try to when the inspiration hits.
0: Absolutely. Now, one thing I want to skip to sort of change subjects here, and, and obviously I read a lot about you. One thing I haven't heard a ton about, I know y'all have talked about it, but it it really moved me. Sincerely, and that's not just for the interview. It really did was the celebrating America moment with you guys, um, and what that represented. And I don't want to get too political. That's not where I'm trying to get to. But it was just such a unique moment, and there was Bon Jovi and Bruce Springsteen and Katy Perry and John Legend, Foo Fighters, just to name a few. And then you guys, and and not to float your boat, you don't need that. But that's just one of the most moving moments I've seen in a long time. Uh, I guess that goes back to that ever soak in. What did that moment mean to you guys? And do you look back and appreciate it more? Uh, It's something I wanted to ask you about.
2: Uh, Yeah, man. I mean, anytime, you know, first and foremost, we're artists and, and we're human beings who have families and, and are in a role of leadership within our own households and communities that when you get called to the forefront to, grace the stage that is uh, our political um, infrastructure uh, in the United States our home Um, it's it's, it's quite an honor just to just to be there um, as individuals and as a team um, that we were honored to that degree to be there and uh, clearly uh, I think I think that we both know that there was a you know America was in a place uh, that was kind of teeming for change and so um, you know generally it feels like an interesting time to be alive um, and that we got to do that uh, I think that we'll, all, we'll we'll be forever honored
0: and you're both so grounded and humble I can tell already uh, but and you've done so much but were you surprised I mean how does that call come about does does Biden call you up and say hey guys I want you to play how did, how did that come about
1: it came about very last minute we'll put it that, that way uh, <laughs> it came out Weekend or a couple of days before, so we had to throw it together pretty quick. But obviously, we did did what we had to do and have you know a management team that can that can organize something like that super quickly. But it, it happened very short notice.
0: Well, it was amazing. And uh, another question I had for you is: as I want to keep everything within our time frame here, one of my favorite. Mean, obviously, you have incredible songs: Black Moon Rising, Fire, Colors, of course, but. And you're so much more than a, a cover song, but the Tracy Chapman Fast Car always comes up. One of my favorite artists in the world is Tracy Chapman. Um, why Fast Car? And is that something special, just something y'all did on your own? Or is there a, is there a, a deeper story or a meaning behind that?
2: Yeah, Fast Car was one of those songs that I would take to uh, busking with. And uh, it was just a song that really worked for me. It was reflective of where I was. Uh, Energetically and emotionally, wanting to go somewhere and be someone, while also experiencing um, just the pains and the the struggle of uh, uh, not having everything as set up as it is right now as an artist. And um, I think earlier on, we uh, would do uh, hometown festivals, and that was a song that I would bring to the table for, uh, because we didn't we didn't have a, such a, a full set list, and so when we run out of time, I would you know. To do a song solo and that was one of the ones that really stuck with uh, most people and so uh, because Adrian liked that song quite a bit we decided to um, record it and put it on the deluxe album We're glad people uh, did that version and also it's quite special that uh, Tracy Chapman would give us a, a licensing agreement uh, to do that that I heard that uh, she had only done that for two people including ourselves
0: that is quite a statement. And if and again, if anyone's going to try and do Tracy Chapman, I'm not a music snob, but you guys did it. And uh, it's just an amazing cover. Um, anything you're, I'm going to get you guys wrapped up. I know how busy you are. A couple last questions. Anything you're listening to today, anything new in Europe you've heard or anything inspiring you? You guys are so unique. I'm always curious what guys like you uh, tune into or, or check out when you have time.
1: Yeah, you know, we uh, sit around and listen to music on the bus a lot after the shows and trying to look through my Spotify. Anything you can remember that was listening to, Eric? Uh, uh,
2: yeah, I just played um, Somebody's Got a Win by the Controllers last night. Uh, a friend brought that up to me. I hadn't really listened to the Controllers that much at all, but uh, I recently have
1: been digging that song. Um, we just Shazam this this song at a, a restaurant pub the other day that, that is apparently a, a European producer named Romari, R O M A R E, and we we definitely jammed that in the bus a couple of nights. Um we uh last night were listening to some kind of Ethiopian jazz. We were we had the pleasure of meeting Nile Rogers um in in uh, London last week and so we kind of did a little Nile Rogers playlist one night and you know we we uh all kind of turn each other on to music and, and sit around and geek out like that after the show. That's all. Awesome. So
2: the entire Israel palace by Alchemist is really dope. Mm-hmm. As well as um, uh, Bobby Womack's version of "Fly Me to the Moon" has got to be like one of my standout favorite songs uh, today. And uh, lastly, Ted Hawkins' uh, "The Lost Ones" is pretty, uh, pretty, pretty deep and cool.
0: They will all be on my playlist today. Coming from you guys, that's really cool. Last last two questions um, for you guys is is uh, first and foremost, uh, we talked about Key West being earlier about being a a big singer a writing singer songwriter town right now a lot going on so a lot of guys and and girls trying to come up you know what whatever making it looks like but they're all trying to do it they're all making a living doing it you guys did it you guys got together obviously you have a deep background in what you do but any advice for those men and women trying to make that happen here in other places to say hey it can't happen this fast it can't happen when you're together and what is the recipe uh for that ride
1: I don't know that there's an exact recipe, you know, that's, that's the only thing, but I think, you know, as cliche as it sounds, sometimes I think one of the most important things is to really make sure that, that it's something that you really, really love to do because not only is it um, always kind of a bit of a roller coaster and, and nothing is overnight, it's, you know, it's something that I think we would be doing whether we were making money or not, we would be playing music and and then uh dedicating your life to something you kind of want to make sure that this is actually something you love because it's a little bit tricky sometimes to maintain balance in other parts of your life when you're when you're dedicating yourself to this and on tour and on the road so you know you have to definitely have the love for it there before anything i think is my my thing without sounding too cliche i think that that's that's very a very real thing to consider you know
0: Awesome. Well, this is the last question. You guys are busy. Um, you're going to both laugh when we hang up and say that dude really just asked us that, but I'm going to make you do it anyways. Um, you both have a, you both have a chemistry. There's a, a bond between you two that brings out this incredible artistry. Uh, I'm going to ask a really cliche question. What do you appreciate most about the other one? What, what really makes it work on, on the tour or when you're writing? Why, why, why does it work so well?
2: I think what I dig the most about working with Adrian, um, is I, mean, I, I like a lot of things, but but one of the coolest things is uh, just the, the 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 passion and knowledge of uh, you know different music, um, and as well as music that is reflective of you know the kind of music that we're making. For the fact that I feel very creative and kind of like lightning uh, striking, uh, never in the same place twice. That uh, it, it always really helps to have, um, um, someone's perspective who, you know, really digs into the same kind of music that I do as well as, uh, has a really deep appreciation for, um, the music that, music that is reflective of what we're doing as well. And it's just, you know, Adrian's like a freaking walk-in, uh, encyclopedia for music and and, in general.
1: Um, and I would say, especially now, like in the middle of a tour, um, Eric's the most inspiring person I've ever been on stage with and, and you know there's there's nights you know when you're doing this night in and night out um, you know I'm certainly guilty of sometimes getting on stage and feeling a little bit distracted and not and not coming 100% with the A game at the first minute and every time we get on stage Eric does that and it helps me let go and just kind of step up to that level uh, you know live and I think that that's, that's part of the balance of of us and is that you know uh, he's not afraid to let go, and where it gets makes me kind of release my inhibitions as well and get up there and do it and try to stay on on that level.
0: Yeah, well, you you, you guys are bringing that chemistry to Key West, December fourth. Uh, I I can tell you how honored and humbled I am just to have you guys reach out when you're this busy uh, and before you get here. And I can tell you the rest of Key West, December fourth, Coasts Clear Music and Arts Festival. Cannot wait to have you guys here and get you back in the States. You guys enjoy the tour. Uh, just thank you so much for doing this.
1: Thank you, ma'am. thank you, man.
0: All right, guys. Y'all have a great one. Thank you, everyone, again for joining us on the Florida Keys Weekly Show. And, of course, always go back and visit this one and other great shows at www.keysweekly.com. Thank you again for listening. Have a great week.